When was the last time you forgot something? Might have been yesterday, might have been five minutes ago. For most of us, it will have been recently. And so we have alarms and calendars and diaries because we forget little things daily. Sadly, we tend to forget big and significant things as well. This is why we have monuments to commemorate times of tragedy and war, days of national remembrance and songs and poems which lead us to reflect on momentous events that impacted generations before us. Here in Australia, a phrase featured on many of our war memorials captures why we need these reminders, lest we forget. It's said that the concept in this phrase is taken from the early books of the Bible, in which the Israelites' tendency to forget their God, and hence their need to remember his faithfulness and power, is well documented. We read in Exodus that God had parted the Red Sea in a mind-blowing display of salvation. Yet in Numbers 14, we read that the people soon longed for the very life they'd been rescued from. And here in Joshua chapter 4, God has parted the waters once more. This time so that his people could cross the Jordan River safely and begin their life in the land that God had promised them. God wanted them to remember this event and to pass on this memory to their children, and he knew they were going to need help. So he commanded them to build a memorial out of stones. These stones, taken from the river bank and carried on the shoulders of 12 men representing the tribes of Israel, would be a landmark that would prompt questions from the next generation. The stones were to remind the Israelites how God had led them miraculously through the Jordan. This memory was to achieve two things to lead them to have a faithful fear of God, and secondly, to act as a witness to the wider world that, to quote verse 24, the hand of the Lord is powerful. Rahab's words to the spies back in chapter 2 are evidence of the impact God's acts among his people could have on surrounding nations. These stones were also to be a conversation starter, leading Israelite children to ask what they meant. The intent was to arouse curiosity and questions and thus create the perfect teachable moment. A child would wait eagerly for their parent to explain to them the wonders that God had performed as he led the Israelites to the land he had promised to their ancestors, almost without realising it. A curious child, in having their questions answered, would be learning that the God of the Israelites was powerful, present and promise-keeping. What an amazing way to learn. So it's worth considering the stones that exist in our neighbourhoods, in our church, in our households today, that can evoke curiosity in our children and youth, lead them to ask questions, and so learn majestic truths about God our Saviour. Sometimes these stones are spontaneous, But today's reading shows us the importance of deliberately planting these reminders in our lives. Let me suggest that Christian resources are are wonderful stones which can spark questions in our children that provide opportunities for us to teach them what God has done in Jesus. A good Christian book, song or program can prompt those wonderful questions in our children. What? Why? Where? How? When? And most gloriously of all, who?
There are many ways in which we can use the objects and resources in our children's daily lives, not only to teach them new things, but also help them to remember the truths of the gospel. Lest we forget.